You've got to ignore unsolicited advice. That's the best I can do. Ignore unsolicited advice. You want to know why? You want to know how? Join us for this edition of The Inside BS Show. Hey now, I'm Dave Lorenzo, and I'm here today to give you permission to ignore all kinds of unsolicited advice. I'm here with the person whose advice I trust the most in the world. That's my partner, Nikki G. Hey, Nicola, how are you today? Hey, Dave. Great. All right, so <laughs> I, um, I'm doing this presentation, right? And, uh, you know, let me, let me be a little vulnerable. I'm doing a presentation, and there's a typo on the slide. But the, the material is good, but there's a typo on the slide. And it's probably an obvious typo to everybody else but to me. So I finished the presentation, and as will happen, people will come up to you afterwards, and they'll want to talk to you about what you talked about, and they'll, you know, ask you for advice and whatnot. And this guy comes up to me. Nicola, you're not ready for this. This guy comes up to me. He goes, you know, there's a typo on one of your slides. And I said, no, I didn't know. If I knew, I would fix it. And he says, yeah, on slide. And he's got a note, right? And on slide three, you know, the fourth line down, you spelt the word for wrong. You used F-O-R instead of F-O-U-R. And I said, really? I said, I'm sorry. And he said, yeah. He said, you know, after that, I really couldn't concentrate on what you were saying. He's like, you know what you call that? And I looked at him and I said, a learning disability? And he just stared at me. And I'm like, and then I went off, as you have imitated me doing just moments ago, and I went to him you couldn't concentrate on my 45-minute presentation because in slide number four, the word four was wrong. You couldn't concentrate on my entire presentation because that one word was wrong. And at this point, this tiny little man sheepishly looked up at me and he said, yeah. And I went, you've got problems. And I turned and walked away from him, okay? Unsolicited advice. I didn't ask him to give me a critique on my presentation. I didn't ask him to give me a critique on my use of synonyms. I didn't ask him to give me a critique on the copy editing of my slides, which obviously was non-existent. I didn't ask for any of that. Yet he felt the need to come up and share that information with me. Nicola, you know who unsolicited advice is for? You know who unsolicited advice is good for? It's good for the person giving the advice and that's it. So if you do a show like this, or you're somebody who presents to other people, or you're somebody who's written a book, or you're somebody who publishes anything anywhere, or you're a musician or a performer, or you're just in corporate America, and people say, do you want some advice? If you don't want the advice, tell them no. Because unsolicited advice is always only good for the sender. Very first thing I noticed about you, Nicola, and this is a huge compliment, is that we, we had been together meeting and working on a project for probably six, five or six months, and I noticed that you never, ever gave me unsolicited advice. And you know what that made me do? That made me ask you all the time what you were thinking. That made me want your advice that much more because I knew that you were probably sitting on a bunch of shit you could have told me and you weren't telling me. That I, I gained so much respect for you as a person because whether you consciously did it or not, you were 
at some level concerned about my feelings and you didn't want to tell me when I was being a vulnerable human being and making probably the dozen mistakes that I make every time you see me do something or every time we're together. What are your thoughts on unsolicited advice? And did you consciously develop this quality where you don't tell people stupid stuff that they don't need to know? This topic is up there for me. It is a top offender. There is no, in my opinion, there is no good response to unsolicited advice. It is unproductive for the person on the receiving end. We don't know it's coming. We don't want to hear it. It's never positive. And there's no good way to respond to that without then creating this tension with the person who gave you the unsolicited advice. Just don't do it. And to answer your question, Dave, I don't know if that was something that developed naturally or not. I just know this is way up there on my list of offensive things to not do. And so I don't want to put someone in the position where I know what it feels like to be on the receiving end of that. You don't want to be hearing a criticism about something you just did or what the other person thinks you should have done or how you should have handled the matter or even ask you a question about whether you thought about something that went into, for example, your presentation. There is no good that is coming out of that. You are already putting that person in a position where they're on the defensive. That is not a good way to start a relationship at all. Even if that's not your objective is to initiate a conversation where maybe you want it to be productive, there's just no good outcome there. So to let the, present, the presenter in the room know, hey, you made a big mistake, I'm gonna let you know it. There's no gain there. No, nah, 100%, 100%. There's no gain at all. Just. I, so I, I'll tell you that there are uh, there are two things that I uh, that I do immediately now when people give me unsolicited advice and defensively I want to jump down the person's throat but I don't if they say to me in advance hey do you want some advice I'll say no and if they proceed to give me the advice then I jump down their throat right. Or if they're a good friend, like if you pulled me aside, you know, now because you, you, you've, you have a reputation of never, you never give unsolicited advice. If you pulled me aside and said, hey, listen, I got to tell you something, I would, I would really take it to heart. Like it would be, it would have my entire attention and my entire focus. But the second thing I do when people who I don't know well come up to me and want to give me unsolicited advice is I just say, well, before you do this, tell me what area it's in. And if, if they're, you know, if they're giving me advice on a speech I gave, I'm like, all right, give me your, give me your qualifications. Are you, are you a professional speaker? How many times do you, you speak? How often do you get paid to speak? How much do you get paid to speak? Who pays you? Tell me why I should consider you an expert. And on the rare occasion when they are an expert, I'll be like, you got me. Give me your advice. But they never are. Right. So in that matter, I just think to myself, this person isn't qualified to be giving me this advice. And I, I just move on with my day. I move on with my life, you know. And here's here's the feedback I get from from this whenever I tell people this. And often I'm telling people this from like from from the stage. People will say to me, how do you you know, how do you have the guts to do some of the stuff you do? Because I do. I, I'm a human being. I I behave on stage as I behave when I'm with you one on one. Right. I make mistakes. I trip. I fall. I get up. I laugh at myself. And the you know, the reason that I have the courage to do that is because I'm constantly thinking to myself, if the person who's criticizing me was able to do this, they wouldn't be criticizing me. They'd be doing it because somebody who's been up here will never say what this knucklehead is going to say right now. And to your point, you never you're never going to win an argument with a customer. Right. So if your client, your customer says nuclear instead of nuclear, what good is it for you to go, hey, Mr. Smith, thank you for the fifty thousand dollar check. But did you know it's nuclear? It's not nuclear nuclear. 
And he's going to take, he's going to go like this and take that check right back from you and go, you know what? I just nuked your check, right? So you're never going to win an argument with a customer. The little things are not important. And that seems to be what we constantly try to do to lift ourselves up from a self-esteem perspective. And what I noticed about you in not giving unsolicited advice was I thought that you were a person of very high self-esteem. I thought that you were very comfortable with yourself. And that's one of the reasons why I think we get along so well, because you don't need to make yourself feel better by correcting the thousand things that I do wrong all the time. Dave, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the point about your customers. Do not provide unsolicited advice to a customer or a client. It's not going to lead to anything good. And be aware too, if you're, it's not just about providing unsolicited advice directly to someone, but also about commenting on someone else. So I had a, I had a, an event that I was at where I'm sitting beside someone, there's a panel speaking, one of the speakers slipped up, used the wrong word, and the person beside me looks at me and mouths the right word that they should have said. And I just kind of went, I wouldn't even have it. So it's not only that you're hurting relationships with the person you're providing unsolicited advice to, but if you're criticizing someone else and you're doing it in a room where there are other people, they're going to see it too. So now you hurt your ability to build relationships with those around you. It's not a good look. It's just not. There's nothing good that's coming out of this. Nobody wants unsolicited advice. Just don't do Just it. Just don't do it, folks. My name is Dave Lorenzo. I'm the godfather of growth. And she is Nikki G. She's who you want as your friends because she's never going to call you out, even if you make 30 mistakes and put 50 typos in an email or a text. And that's why we love her. If you've enjoyed today's show, watch another. Listen, listen to listen, another Watch. One. Go to another episode. Okay. I'm Nikki G. And he's the godfather of growth, Dave Lorenzo. And we'll, we'll see, see you tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Until then, here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life.